0: When we hear the word sport, we think about elite athletes. We think about football games. We think about kids playing in Little League. What we don't usually think about when we hear the word sport is making it a business, making money. Which is why I am here to talk about studying and making a career out of the business side of sport. So as I've talked to you guys about before, Young Sport Business School, it's one of the few places in Finland where you can actually do a full degree on sport management. And there's actually a lot of universities all over Europe where they don't offer that, even big universities. So it's quite rare. So once upon a time last fall, there was a girl in Germany who figured, oh, they offer sport management over there. They're a partner university of my university. I'm gonna go do my exchange over there. And well, she came here to Finland. And we actually had some courses together, we met each other, and we became really good friends. So today, I have invited her to join me in the podcast so she can tell us about her experience on coming to Finland as a foreigner and studying here and what was that all about. Okay, so Annika's my friend who was studying here last fall, and we actually met at YAMK, and we had some, some of the same classes. But the thing I've been wondering, and wanted to ask you was like, why come to Finland? It's obviously not a super big tourism destination or anything, so why did you come here?
1: First of all, thanks for the invitation today. Um, Yeah, so, well, the first reason is the study program. Um, Because not many partner universities from my school had um, sports management in their programs. So it was more on just uh, international business administrations. And um, Finland, especially young is one of the um, universities that has uh, better uh, access to uh, sports management.
0: Yeah. So it was kind of just because you thought that the program was good. So then that's why yeah. you wanted to come
1: there. Yeah. And also the other point was the nature because um, Finland looks like Canada a little bit and I lived there for a year and um, with all the lakes the the nature the forest and everything it really reminds me on uh, Canada and that's probably another really good point for Finland.
0: so you wanted to kind of do the nature adventures and all of that
1: yeah and then doing studying at the same time
0: (laughs) yeah I mean that's a good combo and I mean you said you're a biathlon fan right (laughs) True. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I mean, it's big in Germany, but it's a big sport here, too.
1: Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you ever go see like the competitions here in Finland or?
1: Uh, we tried, actually, uh, last winter, um, the one in Kontiolahti. Yeah. And we also bought tickets, but um, two days before the event should uh, be staged, um, it got canceled for um, visitors. So, oh. Sadly, yeah, we couldn't go. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's a bummer, kind of. But I mean, you got to do all these, you went to Lapland and you went, I mean, even to Estonia or something, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have this event because we all know we can have it in Germany this winter. So it was a really big excitement for all of us to go there in Finland because Finland kind of was... It felt like it wasn't Corona there, so, yeah. Yeah, it was
0: kind of like this is the only chance to go because, you know, it's not going to happen in Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, the Lapland trip you guys went on, I saw all your Instagram pictures and everything. (laughs) It looked super cool because even though I live here and I've been to Lapland many times, I haven't even done all those things you did there, like with Mm -hmm. the huskies, the puppies and
1: everything. Yeah, it was a really big uh, experience. Yeah. Yeah. And um we were super lucky that we had a lot of snow. Um even the weather forecast wasn't uh that good, but we did a lot of stuff and we did this magical thing um everyone has to do in Finland, um having one night like sleeping one night in this glass roof um Oh yeah, in those little igloos. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, those seem cool. I've never been to one. I think they're kind of a new thing, mm. that they haven't been there so long, because last time I went to Lapland, I was a kid, so.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: or like, I think, high school or something, so many years ago, anyways.
1: Yeah, go back there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I want to go back. Like, especially after your, all the pictures, I was like, oh man, I want to go
1: yeah, maybe try it with uh, the university or the the YAMCO next year. Yeah,
0: because they have those trips. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But so, did you think like studying here was different than studying in Germany, or was it kind of similar?
1: It was different. Um, pretty much everything I learned in this four four and a half months in Finland is more than I learned in Germany. No, not no, not say more. It's just more intense than I learned in Germany, because the special thing here is um, usually when you have a lecture, it's not only an hour, it's around two or three hours. And then you have um, this one part, uh, which is just theory, and um, you're actually learning something. And then in the second part, you always have this practical stuff that you're doing um, case studies, that you're working on the theory that you just learned. So you have another uh, view of um, the theory you are learning and you just learned so it's kind of easier to um, get used to the stuff you should know yeah yeah so you think it
0: was kind of going faster here
1: yeah of course it goes it goes way faster and um, I also think that um, it's not that it's super hard that the the theory is like super difficult it's just um, another way to learn it And usually in Germany, we have um, one lecture, one and a half hours. And um, after the end of the semester, we are writing um, the exam and that's it. So you're just learning for the exam. But here you are learning in every lecture because you have to work practical and you have to do like little um, assignments or group work and everything during the whole semester. So it's a different way of learning. Yeah, so do you have like
0: super big exams always at the end of the semester in Germany? Yeah. This is
1: the hardest part. Four weeks, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, four weeks kind of doing nothing, only sleeping, studying, <laughs> sleeping, st- oh, sometimes eat, but yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you just eat, sleep and study. Yeah. That's kind of like how it is here at the end of high school. You have these big exams where you just, you know, study and not even really sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have that in high school as well, so...
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you just kind of keep it going, but we change it up for university. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you think... Which did you you like better? Or do you kind of like both and they were just different?
1: I would say I prefer a little bit the Finnish, let's say, style. Because um, it's more international, but... It depends on the different study programs, of course, but um, that you work with a lot of different case studies um, also gives you a lot of information what is happening in the sports world around you. And not only what is going on, I don't know, in Germany or in just the football uh, leagues uh, in Germany, because football is really present in Germany, which means um, I'm kind of... Studying football management, um, all examples are from football. Um, so I really prefer um, these international examples and case studies all over the world, and um, also the assignments. I mean, well, who wants, who who likes to do assignments? I mean, pretty much no one. But at the end, I realized how much I learned from them, how much information I got, and a lot of information i used already in my uh, studies here at, back in germany so um it gives me more informations um with the different um in in the different uh, uh, types of sport
0: yeah yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, nobody likes assignments. Whenever, especially if there's any type of bigger assignment, everybody's complaining, oh man, we have to do this and it's due next week and oh no, I haven't even started. But then later, once you've done it, you're like, okay, I actually learned something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you guys over there in Germany, you love your football, definitely.
1: Uh, Yeah, I would say that. (laughs) It's very big. I
0: remember when I was a kid, and we lived mm-hmm. there for a little while. And it was uh, the Football World Cup was going on. And there was one night Germany was playing. I don't remember who they were playing. But I remember they scored a lot of goals. And every time Germany scored, somebody was shooting fireworks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's typical here.
0: Yeah, but I think we don't have one like super big sport here. So it's kind of like a little bit of everything.
1: Oh, but you can compare it a little bit to ice hockey in Finland.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ice hockey is big here, but it's not not everybody's so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. We just we just go crazy if we win the world championship in ice hockey, but that's it. Otherwise, everybody's just cool. Okay. Yeah. Usually, I I feel like Finnish people, they're not so enthusiastic about things in general. They're just like, yeah, I like it. But then if we win, they go crazy.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I never got the chance to notice it.
0: Oh, yeah. They're hosting the Ice Hockey World Championships here, I think, in 2022. So you should come here and go watch with me.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because then if we win, when it's at home in Finland, then it's going to be a whole big, big thing.
1: Problem is, if you have to play against Germany. hmm. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to cheer for different teams. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I remember this one uh, Olympic, was it a final, where Finland um, lost against Germany.
0: Oh, yeah, I think it was for the bronze medal, maybe, like a few years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was
0: could. that was not a good thing. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so do you think like well, the studying was different, but what did you think the countries were very different because I know there's like a lot of nature in Germany as well. Maybe not in the same extent as here in Lapland and stuff, but
1: Yeah. So sometimes I thought, okay, I am not in Finland, I'm in Germany because when you walk through the forest, um, it looks kind of similar. I mean, there is not really big differences in the, in the trees or in, in, I don't know, plants or so. Um, and even the infrastructure in the city looks similar. Um, the only thing that is really different are the times. I mean, not the times, but the light um, in summer and the dark in winter. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you were here in the middle of winter.
1: Mm, yeah. And um, in November it started. No, actually it started in October already, I guess. If I remember yeah. right. Yeah. And it was so hard for me to stay awake when <laughs> it gets dark at four o'clock.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I think everybody feels like when they come here from somewhere else. That's not as far up north because you're used to like having light from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or something like that. And then all of a sudden the sun doesn't get up until like 11 or something. And then it goes down at four and you're like, where did the day go?
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and here you have to plan like, okay, we have three hours of, um, of day today. So let's go hiking or something and do it in this three hours. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember when we went hiking, we were like, okay, what time do we need to go so it's not dark before we come back? And
1: Oh, true, it was the day when we got, um before Christmas, right? Yeah, there was a big
0: scheduling thing about not wanting to have to hike somewhere in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's very different, that's true. Well, you should try the summer because the sun doesn't go down at all.
1: Yeah, true, but... We had it a, a little bit in August. I mean, when we arrived, it was still 27 degrees, which was also super surprising. And then um, <laughs> we went out for partying uh, in the night and I came home. I was like, well, is it already seven in the morning? No, it's still four in the night, but it looks like, oh, the daylight. I mean, it felt like it was the next day already.
0: Yeah. It feels like it's the next morning and gets you all confused yeah yeah that's very true,
1: but you get used to it
0: yeah I mean you do so would you i mean based on that you feel like it's very different, would you say that someone should come from here and come study in Germany
1: uh yes, I would recommend it because the level of studying is super high in Germany, so Even if we have it a little bit different in the study program, um, what you have to learn and what you get after your study is still a super high level. And uh, when you look around on the world, um, Germany is, I mean, not the best, but they are high ranked in in the universities, depends on the university. And also depends on what study program you're taking. um, You're really gaining a lot from it.
0: Yeah, I feel like in general, people think that, yeah, Germany has a very high level of education. But aside from the high level of education, if someone was coming, doing an exchange in Germany, what would you tell them that, Okay, these are the places you need to visit? These are like the must do things you should do during your stay.
1: Um, First of all, don't go to the city where I'm studying. (laughs) Because this is seriously just a little village Um, of course, there are a few cities. Um, I mean, of course, the big cities um, like Frankfurt, Munich, Berlin, Berlin as the capital city, Hamburg as well, which is super, super nice uh, in the summer um, with yeah, all the cities are around uh, Germany. Um, and also you have really nice areas like nature areas, um, the Black Forest area and uh, the so-called Allgäu. And um, there are really nice parts. And if you decide to go to Germany and you already decided for a university, uh, try to get to know the area around. Um, because not everything is um, in the city. There's a lot happening around. Um, a lot of activities well, for, I don't know, sport or other things you want to do
0: yeah like festivals
1: and games and stuff like that oh
0: yeah
1: we have a lot of nice festivals yeah
0: I think that I think that's similar about Finland and Germany as well that we have especially in the summer we have a lot of festivals yeah and I mean I'm kind of sad that you weren't here for the whole year and stay for the spring and everything because there's all these I mean with COVID most of it is not probably not happening but mm all the best student shenanigans, all the parties, and like all of that happens in the spring because oh, we have kind of, when it turns from April to May, it's like the first of May, it's like a big student party festival day because most of like study programs are finished by then mm. for the year. So that's like a big thing like to start the spring and start the summer
1: oh, nice. and everything. Yeah. I'm sad I will miss it.
0: Yeah, you should you should come here some year for it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe next year? Yeah, maybe next year. Or maybe I'll come to Germany. Oh, yeah. I like that. That would be fun. Of course. If not for an exchange, at least for a little trip.
1: Yeah, you're always welcome.
0: Yeah, but somewhere other than the little village we don't like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need to take this trip to one of the cities you were talking about. Of course, we will. Yeah, that would be good. But yeah, so all in all, you think you had like a great time in Finland and you liked it?
1: Yeah, definitely one of the best times. I mean, I have great people around me, international people, locals like you, and um, also a really good study program. I mean, I started when I first chose my courses, I started with 12. So I broke it down to seven because everything was interesting. I was like, well, I want to do everything. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, we also did a lot of uh, stuff what you can do around uh, Finland, um, like the Lapland trip, the um, other uh, trip, other countries where we went. And also we did a lot of uh, city hopping in Finland. Oh yeah, that's cool. And we did the completely typical stuff for Finland. We slept in these uh, little uh, houses uh, at the lake. And, oh yeah uh, like the little cottages oh yeah at this cottage uh with no electricity and water just a sauna of course a sauna
0: yeah of course that's that's a must must do to have when you go mm-hmm. to a cottage you have to go to the sauna
1: yeah we did all the typical finland stuff so we get used to the um culture there
0: yeah but i mean that's nice that there was even though there was the covid-19 thing and everything you still got to do things that you weren't just you know like sitting in your apartment alone looking at lectures yeah of
1: course i was so happy about the whole semester that it turned out so good and turned out with this um different experience and all the people and the whole package itself was perfect
0: yeah i mean i'm glad you liked it
1: I, I yeah. mean, I like it here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know why. Yeah. And I mean, because you asked about the city, it's not like a whole big international city or like a tourist attraction, but you got to see other places too. So it's cool that you weren't just stuck here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that I really miss is my car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, sometimes when you go, um, when you want to go hiking, um, it's kind of hard to do it without a car because all the nice places are a little bit uh, away from the city and you're not uh, always can take the bus.
0: Yeah, because I feel like in here and in Germany, I think it's easy to get around the city with public transportation, with buses or something. Mm -hmm. But then if you want to go somewhere a little bit further, then you need to have a car, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true yeah I mean I felt the same when I was studying in America when I didn't have my car at first I was like no I can't go anywhere
1: yeah yeah that's what how I felt when I came to Finland I was like oh I missed my car why didn't I bring my car
0: yeah when you're used
1: to having a car and then
0: yeah. all of a sudden you're like oh I have to walk everywhere what is this yeah take the bike <laughs> yeah I mean at least you had a
1: bike yeah I bought one
0: yeah that was a good move I would have not wanted to walk.
1: I definitely would recommend it to everyone. Even if the uh, the place where we live was a little bit uh, far from the city center. But it's still the way was, I mean, it was easy to do to um, ride the bike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can get them like super cheap, like even used ones. You don't have to buy yeah. like a 300 euro bike or anything.
1: Yeah. And you can easily sell them um, again. I sold mine two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um, Oh. Yeah. So where did you leave it? In the storage, uh, in the bike storage at Milievi where we lived.
0: Oh, and then someone just went and got it from there?
1: Yeah, I have a friend. uh, She's still there because she has this double degree program. And I told her, um, this is the pin or the numbers you need for the locker. And then... um, I texted uh, with a girl, and then she bought it. But a friend of mine handled it in Finland.
0: I mean, that's cool that you yeah. got it sold, that you didn't just have to leave it.
1: Yeah. So stay connected wherever you go. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's true. I mean, we stayed in touch, which is cool. I think.
1: Oh, true. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you be ready whenever I pop to Germany. I'll send you a text and be like, "Hey, are you here?" Sure, I yeah. will be there well it was cool to have you
1: yeah thank you so much it was nice to have a little
0: chat with you again yeah it was actually super nice we need to do this again maybe without the recording (laughs) (laughs) well there you guys go there's at least some good tips if you're planning an exchange semester or a year in germany at least now you know where to go what to do, what are, like, the must-go places, and what you should do over there. And, I mean, you're going to meet some cool people who are going to tell you what you should do. And I've been actually thinking about doing an exchange semester next fall, because even though, as you guys know, I've already studied overseas in the States, I kind of felt like, okay, if I have the opportunity to go to a new country, get a new experience about international studying and another culture, why wouldn't I go? And... I actually applied to Germany and Spain, but I mean, we're going to see if I'm even actually able to go because of the COVID-19 situation and if I don't get vaccinated soon enough. And obviously, I don't want to go somewhere and be watching Zoom lectures if they're not able to have people on campus because then it kind of defeats the purpose because you're not going to meet the local people, you're not going to get the cultural experience. But I mean, in the future, I would, I'm would. i probably gonna graduate too quick to go on an exchange if I don't go next fall. But if anyone's been thinking about going on an exchange while they study, at least our program's a good pick to come study if you want to do a cool exchange because there's the Smart Business School, they have exchange partners in America, in Europe, in Turkey, like all over the place. There's something everywhere. So there's kind of a big variety to pick from, at least, so there's not just, okay, you can go to Paris, or you can go to Berlin, because then you are kind of like, okay, I don't have that many different, because you can go to Germany, and Germany seems super cool, but if you want something totally different, you can go to Turkey or something, but there's a lot lot, lot of places to pick from, but then again, if you don't want to do an exchange, there's all these shorter trips that we've been talking about before, like the one we talked about in the later, last episode with Alexia about the New York trip. You can go on trips like that if you don't want to do a whole exchange semester. But I think everyone should go on an exchange. And even if you're scared that, oh, my God, I have to speak English, or what if they don't speak English because I'm going to a country that English is not a native language at, you're going to get by you're you're definitely going to get by even if you go to a country where they do speak English as their native tongue not even most of the people who are English or who are Americans speak perfect English and they are not going to care if you do as long as they understand you you're going to be just fine and i think it's such a cool experience and you get to live somewhere different maybe that might be the only opportunity you ever get to live in another country and not worry about kind of finding a job there or anything. You can just go. And I think everyone should do it because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for most of us. So why not go and do some cool stuff, meet some cool new people and get the international experience that might be what differentiates you from other people applying for a job in the future. So what I'm saying is, I think everyone should do it. And I mean, I hope I get to do it. Even though I've already been overseas, like I said, I want to go somewhere again. I want to meet new people from a new country. I think it's all just so exciting and so cool. But you know what, guys? That is it for this week's episode. And I hope you I hope you learned something. I hope that if you've been thinking about doing an exchange, now you're encouraged to do so. And like Anika said that even though the study styles in different countries are very different, you still learn all the same. You just learn in a different way and you might even learn more than you ever thought and you might like the style of the new country that you go to more than you ever thought even if it's so different from what you're used to. And well, while waiting whether I get to go on my exchange, I'm gonna keep doing the podcasts, I guess and you know what you need to do is push the follow button on the top and go also follow us on Instagram at yumexport business school so you can stay tuned and stay up to date on all the stuff that's happening but i will talk to you guys more next week